hey, you're here. If you're anything like me, I had to take a break from not social distancing. Well, I've been doing that too, but social media shortly after coronavirus hit the U.S. pretty hard a couple weeks ago. We are all going through challenging times right now, whether you're a business owner or an employee or your health is on the decline or someone you know is just suffering. We all deal with hard times differently, and I want to be the one to tell you that however you deal with it, it's absolutely 100% okay. Take a break from social media. Cry until you don't know why you're even crying anymore. Laugh because that's all you can do. However you handle this, know you are not alone in feeling the way you feel. Since I had my personal breakdown the other week, I feel I'm on the other side ready to lean in and lead. I for sure don't have all the answers, but I do know that I want to provide you with a resource to help you in the rut or depression you might be feeling in right now. I've created a well-being guide. It's not lengthy or fluffy in any way. There are three parts to it. First, a blog, if you even want to call it that, where I talk about three things you can do to focus on your health while you're at home. Secondly, I have a 10-minute energy booster to get your body moving because if you've listened in here over the last few months, you'll know how important moving your body is for your mind. And lastly, I think journaling is a great way to unleash the feelings you hold up inside. I created a journal prompts specifically for those who just don't know what to write down. They will guide you through your thoughts and also provide actionable steps to take each day. Just head on over to www.nataliejean.com forward slash wellness guide. That's N-A-T-A-L-E-E-J-E-A-N.com forward slash wellness guide to grab your free copy. Hi, I'm Natalie Jean, a busy entrepreneur, mom to four boys, wife to a SWAT sniper, and I have been gifted the task to spread the message about the impact your health plays on every area of your life. When you put your fitness and nutrition as a top three priority in your life, every single area improves, including your business bottom line. Join me as I interview some amazing women and gain insight into their health journeys, their struggles, their setbacks, and how you can overcome your own. Well, hey friends, I am so happy to welcome you back to another inspiring story here on the Fit for Business podcast. Rachel and I have known each other since before babies, which is at least about 10 years now. We started out as friends of friends, but then baby showers and birthday parties and ultimately fitness brought us along parallel paths. In this episode, Rachel shares her story of how she lost 90 pounds in about a year and a half and despite previous diets, has kept it off. I have been so fortunate to see her transformation over the last four years, and it is beyond inspiring. On the days I don't feel like doing a workout, she inspires me to get moving. We talk about her diet list plan, basically choose a salad over a crispy chicken sandwich, and her mindset shift of don't beat yourself up when you've had less than healthy food choices for a meal or even an entire day. Pick yourself back up. Keep at it. As a result, her relationship with her husband is the best it's ever been. She's doing headstand competitions with her kids, and her fitness journey has turned into her life journey. Rachel is a mom to three kids ages 8, 
six and seven. She works full-time and has recently become a certified fitness instructor. I cannot wait for you to hear her story. All right, Rachel, thank you so much for being here today on the Fit for Business podcast. It is such an honor to have you and your story. Oh my gosh, like I don't even know the full ins and outs of your story, but I've seen pictures and seen your story. And so I'm really excited for you to be here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. And first off, let me just say that I am so inspired by you and what you have done for people. You are seriously an inspiration to me, Natalie, and I absolutely just love following you and your journey to greatness. So thank you for motivating me. Um, and thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited. I'm excited to put my story out in the universe for your listeners. Yeah. Um, and I'm just grateful for this opportunity. Thank you. Thank you. Oh gosh. You feeling is mutual for sure. Okay. So what I like to do just to get a feel of who you are and how you view yourself, if you had to use three mm -hmm. words to describe yourself, what would those three words be and why? Okay. So the first word that would come to my mind is determined. Um, when I put my mind to something and when I want to do something, I go for it. Now it might take me a while to get to the end zone, but I don't stop until I'm there. And then once I'm there, um, you've got to level up, right? You have to keep going. And this year, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's just because it's 2020 and it just sounds really cool. <laughs> I am more determined than ever to become great, not just good, but to be really great in all aspects of life. So that would be my first word. I'm, I'm a very determined individual. Awesome. Um, I love it. And yeah. And my second one um, would have to be I'm genuine. Um, I'm here for anyone who needs an ear. I'm here to give advice when it's appropriate, of course, and I will always support anyone as much as they're willing to allow me to support them. And I just, I love when people let me in and I love that when the vulnerability kind of goes down, we just start talking about life and it's just genuine and it's free and it's fun. And I just love being that part, you know, that part of someone's life. And the third one I would have to say is probably the biggest for me is I'm honest. Now, I heard someone say this a couple years ago. I don't remember who, who said it, so I apologize for that. But honesty will give you long-lasting results. And for whatever reason, it just stuck with me. So I'm honest in everything that I do. I'm honest with myself. Um, I'm honest when talking about my journey to people and reminding them that it's not easy. Um, it takes a lot of work, and you have to be determined to do it. But I'm honest when I show up to my own workouts. I'm honest with what food I'm fueling my body with. Um, and I feel that that's really important. I think it's easy to tell yourself a little white lie and then quickly think, well, wait a second, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And why am I not going anywhere? Why am I not successful? Well, because you're not being honest with yourself. And, and that's definitely one of those first steps. You have to be honest with yourself. So 
Uh, I would say those are the three things that would describe me currently. Yeah. And gosh, when you even talk about like the honest part of it, it goes down. We could do like probably a whole nother episode about just mindset Mm -hmm. and, and Mm -hmm. like being honest with yourself and having grace Mm -hmm. too. Right. You know, absolutely. Tell me now a little bit then just about your family life. Like just where are you in your season of life and kids and hobbies and Mm -hmm. a little backstory on that? Okay. So I am a wife, a mom, full-time career, all the things. I've been married to my husband for 13 years now, and we've been together for going on 17 years. Wow. Um, a mom of three kids. I have an eight-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a six-year-old. Um, which <laughs> Just like I was, I was like bracing for that because I knew your kids were so close together. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. Eight, seven, and six. (laughs) Yeah. So at one point in my life, I had three children under the age of three. Oh, bless Um, you. But you know what? I, I'm very grateful. I had grandma who was able to help me and it was wonderful. And now, you know, they're so close in age, but they're so close together, which I love. I love that they like hanging with each other and, and they all go to the same school now together. So it just, it's all good. It's, I love it. And I, have a full-time career and that is always turned on. It's, you know, there's never a time where my phone is turned off to that, but you, you know, you work around it, you do what you got to do. And then this is crazy, but now I'm also a fitness instructor. Um, and I'm going on about a year for being a fitness instructor. And what's crazy about that is if you asked me four years ago, when I started this journey of mine, I probably would have totally just laughed and said, you know, something like, yeah, right. That would never happen. But yeah, I'm a fitness instructor, which is so cool. I love it. Absolutely love it. So, you know, it's a busy, busy day every day, but just like you, I mean, you just got to do it right. Yeah. I always say like, we'll look back at the, on these times and be like, I have no idea how I did it, but when you're in it, it's just Uh like, well, you, there's no other option. So you figure it out. Right. You do. You just figure it out. There's no other option. Yeah. And that's just how it works. Yeah. Okay. Tell me now, like, let's get a little bit into your story about your mm-hmm. fitness and health. And you said it started four years ago. So take us mm-hmm. back four years ago and what was life like? What did it look like? Where were you um, with when it comes to like your health and fitness? Okay. So four years ago, you know, I don't really know what happened. Just something clicked. Something clicked in my head where it's like, I'm just, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with who I was. I wasn't happy, you know, what I looked like. I don't want to say that my relationship with my husband wasn't, wasn't perfect, but it could have been better. And that had a lot to do with my own self-confidence. And, you know, with that, I remember, I actually remember it like it was yesterday. It was shortly after the holidays and, you know, everybody has their new year's resolutions and all the things. And, you know, I'm standing in my closet looking at myself and I'm like, nope, something's got to change. And this is the year it's going to happen. So me and my girlfriend, Lindsay, at the time, were just like, you know what, let's go for it. Let's just do something and let's just change this so that we can build our confidence and be happy. And so I had the accountability partner. I had the friend to, you know, give me those daily text messages and I was there you know, with her as well. And we just started on this crazy journey together, which obviously makes it a lot more uh, fun when you have someone doing it with you. I literally started 
at home with an at-home workout program. I bought, you know, these um, DVDs offline, whatever. Um, it was 25 minutes a day and I just went for it and I started eating healthier and I made those choices. You know, we all know what's good food and what's not good food. And you just, you have to make the choice. You just have to make that decision to want to be better and you have to make the decision to want to eat healthier. And like I said, I just went for it. I never, I never got on the bandwagon for, you know, diets and all the nonsense because it was just too complicated for me at the time. I just, I didn't want to have to worry about that. I just, I just wanted to focus on myself and just get moving and just do something. Like I said, I started these workouts at home. I loved it. And then my friend Lindsay got me to join Zumba classes with her, which that was a whole nother holy moly moment because, (laughs) you know, when you're not, when you don't have the confidence and, and you're just, you're always beating yourself up. How do you get yourself to go to a class with, you know, 15 to 30 people and let alone work out in front of them and then dance in front of them? You know, it's, it was a struggle, but I, I went cause you know, you need to try something new and that's what you do. You have to get uncomfortable. You have to get uncomfortable. And, and I did, and I was in the back of the class, but I will tell you, I loved it. I loved it. I went and I just continued to go. So I was doing my strength training at home. I was getting my Zumba in with my girls and it just, went and it was so much fun. And when you can find something that's fun and exciting, you're going to push yourself even harder to go. Of course. And that's with anything, right? It's anything you do in life. Yeah. I think Um, a lot has to do with the people you surround yourself with and, um, you know, your proximity, who you're in proximity with. And, um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's right. Let me go back really quick. I wanted to touch on, so when you started to, it was just that moment, something in your life that happened that said something needs to change. What then was like that first week or month? What did that look like? Were you like up before kids every day doing the workouts or was it like you were like, okay, I'm only going to commit to three days a week or Mm -hmm. more tangible? Like what did that look like? Oh my goodness. Yes. So this workout program I did, it was a five day a week, but like I said, it was only 25 minutes in the morning. So I woke up before my kids which I still do now. And that's a huge part of my success is my morning routines. So I woke up before my children, woke up before my husband, and I would knock out this 25 minute workout and just do me for the 25 minutes, get it in, get it done. Cause you know, if you don't get it done in the morning, it's going to be a lot harder to get it done in the afternoon. Yeah. You know, and that was that, you know, and also I did this a lot because of my kids. My kids are with me. They see me, especially now it's a never ending you know, challenge with them. Mommy, let me see how you, how many pushups you can do, or mommy, let's do this. Let's do a headstand or let's do a handstand. And, you know, so you're doing it for your kids too. So, and at that time, you know, four years ago, my kids, what Ethan, my littlest, he was two, you know, so having to keep up with him plus the three-year-old plus the four-year-old who wants to be running around everywhere. It's exhausting and you can't be exhausted and have to worry about all the other nonsense. So the workouts in the morning, get it done. Did you have days? I'm assuming you probably have days like most of us, unless you're just like some unicorn Mm -hmm. or something, but on those days where you like just 
can't like you are struggling to get out of bed, especially Mm -hmm. early on. I think you're in a place now where it's like, you know, the results, you know how to get yourself going, but er in the early days, Mm -hmm. what, how did you get yourself motivated to get out of bed? Were there things that you thought about things that you said? To be honest with you, I think it ultimately became a game with me and my friend because we were accountability partners. Okay. So we turned it into a, well, I have to get it done and I have to send her a picture telling her, showing her my sweaty selfie or whatever it was that we were doing to keep each other going. But it's always, it's hard even now, Natalie, sometimes to get up, but you just, you know what you have to do. You know, you have to get up and you know, you have to show up for business and just get it done. I think in the beginning, what really helped was having somebody with me to support me, to do it with me. And then ultimately after the first few months, my husband actually joined in on my at-home workout. So that really helped too. So then it became a competition between, you know, husband and wife, of course, to make it more fun. (laughs) And the wife always wins. (laughs) Exactly. The wife has to always win, right? So that also was very encouraging too. So I think the biggest thing is just having that support system in the beginning to really push you. And then now, yeah, like you say, sometimes I feel like a unicorn where I just do it. And then you had mentioned too, like with your eating and you said you were just Mm -hmm. like making better choices. I think the problem that people come across nowadays is that there is so much out there. It's like, okay, I'm going to do keto now. Okay. No, I'm going to do paleo. Okay. I'm going to do, um, you know, whole 30, or I'm just going to do water and fast for the rest of my life. Like how did Uh you know what to do and what worked? Okay. So I'm going to be honest with you. When I first started, I knew nothing. All I knew was what choices were good and what's bad. I knew a salad was a lot better for me than a crispy chicken sandwich. So I think just those small changes over time is what really helped me be successful in the beginning because I I really didn't know anything. It's not like I was researching anything. It's not like I had you know, a mentor like I do currently to be able to help me and, and guide me in the right direction. My biggest thing was, let me just look at what I'm eating and let me just make healthier choices. I never portioned anything out. I just, again, I just looked at the food and I just made those decisions and just went for it. And, and I'll tell you like a decade ago, I did one of those fad diets where you restricted yourself with the fasting and with the, you know, 500 calories a day nonsense. And I dropped the weight like crazy. I dropped it within a few months. It was like 60 pounds, but then I gained it all back. I gained it all back and then some, and then I kind of just gave up. You just, I just gave up. And then six years later, seven years later, that's when it's like, okay, nope, bringing it back home. And you just have to be honest with yourself. And I think that's what's really important is, you know, we know as people eating a candy bar is not good for you all the time. Moderation is just how that, it's just how that is. Yeah. I think that's such, so helpful to people that do find like, okay, well, my friend was super successful on keto, so I'm going to do keto. And, but I think you bring it back to just the basics, like instead of after dinner, having the ice cream and candy and all the things that you eat, you just choose not to, or you have, um, you know, some tea or something. And it's just making Mm -hmm. minor changes until you start to learn better and cook better. Um, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I think that's so helpful to people that feel like they need to completely change the way that they eat. 
So my next question then is, did you ever have days where you felt like you've fallen off the wagon or you're like, ah, oh, I, you know, I ate a candy bar today. I might as well eat the whole box of donuts. Like, have you, did you ever experience that or how do you overcome those feelings of, well, I'm, I'm just going to give up today and I'll start over tomorrow. Yes. Again, being honest, I have those days currently too and before and you can't beat yourself up about it. You really can't because if you beat yourself up about it, then it just makes it that much harder to reel it back in. So if you have a bad lunch or if you have a bad, whatever, you have a candy bar or whatever, it's okay. Just move on to the next meal and reel it in on the next meal. Now, there are days where you're just like, okay, well, dang it. I just, I'm going to eat the hamburger. I'm going to eat the ice cream. I'm going to do all the things. And again, just reel it in the next day. Just don't beat yourself up about it. If you beat yourself up about it, I personally, I think you're just going to continue on that bandwagon and you're just going to keep going downhill. You just, you just can't, you just, you just eat it, be done and move on. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. Cause I think we all have that. Even me, like as a quote unquote, like health professionals, like I still Mm -hmm. have moments where like I stress eat or I emotionally eat Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be, but, but it's, it's not the end all be all. It's just, okay. Mm -hmm. You, you know, you had a bad day, you ate some pop tarts and then, you know, tomorrow (laughs) you sleep it off and you feel better or whatever. And you just keep being consistent with the, the changes that you're making in your life. And that's it. And it's not like, the next day, it's not like you go and hit the gym for five hours because you had those pop tarts. It's just come to the realization that you ate something that you shouldn't have. And you just, you just start over, just reel it back in and and just do what you do best and just stay focused and committed, you know, the next day. Yeah. Tell me about how you went from doing the at-home workouts and then you were doing Zumba Mm -hmm. for a while. Now take Mm -hmm. us on the journey of those days into now this being a fitness instructor and what that's looked like over the last year or two. So once I got comfortable with what I was doing and the Zumba and having a grand old time, that first year I lost about 40 pounds, which might not seem like a lot and to some people, but I was, I was never in this to lose all the weight really fast. Kind of like what I said before a decade ago where I lost all the weight and then gained all the weight, which was crazy. So I was determined then to level up. I had to do something different. So I was seeking out other fitness instructors in their classes. And I found one who is my mentor today. And I started personal training with her. So by personal training um, and really getting that one-on-one, I was really able to figure out my body, figure out what my body really needed and what I should have been doing. And like I said, just gaining all the knowledge from her. I was with her for a solid year of personal training and I I was down um, an additional 50 pounds between, obviously between the Zumba and with her. So I was down a total of 90 pounds within the first couple of years of my journey. And from there, you just, again, you just keep leveling up. And a year ago, you know, she comes up to me, Jackie, she goes, you know, you need to become a fitness instructor and you need to share your story with people so you can inspire people. So they, you know, they can start their journey. And I was like, okay, well, I guess it's time. So I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a hundred percent confident in it because it was so new to me and I was really scared. I was really nervous, but I figured, you know, what the heck, let's just do it. So I got my AFA group fitness certification, 
which you probably know how hard that test is. It's very intimidating. Yeah. Um, but it's, it was a tough one, but got it done. Super stoked about it. And then I got a couple of other format certifications and I started teaching. I started teaching at her studio uh, three nights a week. I was doing a boot camp that I was putting together um, and I absolutely loved it. I, the biggest thing for me with the fitness instructing is just being able to see people get out of their comfort zone and, and see their determination and, and their drive. And it just lights me on fire. I just, I absolutely love it. So between that and I teach a couple other classes there and I sub for her every once in a while. And I just absolutely love it. And I'm, I'm enjoying life. I'm not one to restrict anything. I don't restrict food. I'm a very flexible eater. I work out all the time, but it's for the best. It's for the good. And I love it. I love challenging my body and I love challenging other people's body and, and having them do things that they never thought they would be able to do. It's just so rewarding. It's rewarding and, and it's a lot of fun. I've learned a lot about myself over the last year, mentally, physically, all the things. I mean, my relationship with my husband is, is stronger than it's ever been, you know, because I don't have that self doubt. I don't have that, you know, I'm more confident now. And, and my kids, I mean, dang, they're everything for me. It's anything I could do to race my children and beat them sometimes. Let me tell you, that's very, that's very, you're so my kind of person. Yeah. Let's, you want to race. Okay. I'm gonna win. (laughs) Exactly. Well, and you for sure with all the boys, I mean, that's just how that works. When you, I mean, when your kids put out a challenge and if they put out these challenges, if my kids were the same age now, you know, four years ago, there's no way I would be able to do any of the stuff that I do with them now. And it's so rewarding to be able to show them up every once in a while, you know, put them in their place, but no, it's so much fun. I'm just, I love what I do. Uh, And at the end of the day, if it's important to you, you will make it happen and you will do it. Yeah. I want to ask you in terms of then investing your time and your money Mm -hmm. into like a trainer and the gym, walk us through what that's like. Why did you have hesitations doing it? And if you did have hesitations, what got you to actually invest time and money into your personal health? Okay. So it's challenging. It's really hard. You know, personal training is not it's not cheap by any means. But again, if it's important to you and if it makes you feel good and if you're seeing results, then you, you find the money. I mean, I know that probably sounds really kind of weird. I mean, how do you find the money? It's not like it's just lying on the ground, but you just, you do, you find, you find it, you figure out where you're spending your money and you figure out what you can eliminate to better off. I mean, that's just how, how that works. And with the personal training, I've been doing it now for two years with my mentor and it's still expensive, but you, you just make it work, you know? So between that and, you know, yes, I do have a gym membership, but again, if, if you have found something that is important to you and if you have found something that works for you and it makes you feel good, you figure it out. You really do. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to say that it, it costs too much to eat healthy because it really doesn't. I feel like I can eat inexpensively more now than I did before. I don't, I don't feel like I spend as much as, you know, when you go out to dinner and all the things, you know, you just, you make it work. 
just to be honest, that's it. It's just, you make it work. You find the money and you make it work. When you talk about like eating healthy is, I know that's a huge common factor for people to be like, well, I'm just going to, it's cheaper to buy, you know, the 99 cent cereal than to buy, you know, like the eggs and the organic eggs mm -hmm. that are 6.99 and stuff like that. And I, I can understand that and respect that. But on the flip side, I know for us, like it takes time, right? Like you can't just go from like eating cereal for every meal to eating all organic foods for the rest of your life, but there's the, the process. Right. But I think in learning that process, I've also learned, um, you know, to buy the things that are in season so that they mm -hmm. are cheaper. And then to also buy yep. things not so much in bulk. Like if you buy the 99 cent cereal, you know, you're going to buy a bunch because you're going to go through it so quick. But if you buy the <laughs> organic chicken, like we're going to eat this chicken until it's gone and we're not going to throw it away. I felt like we were more wasteful eating, mm -hmm. you know, the less healthy way. Cause you could, cause you're like, Oh, it was only 99 cents or, you know, the, the mm -hmm. chicken breast, you get like those huge ones for real cheap. And we ended up throwing a lot of it away. So if we were eating more organic now, granted, we don't always eat that. And sometimes we buy the non-organic chicken just depends on mm -hmm. what's going on, but mm -hmm. we're more resourceful in the things that, uh, that we eat and we're more intentional with it. Absolutely. You really have to be, you have to plan it out. You have to know what you're going to be making. So with that aspect, it does take, a, it does take a little bit more time to plan and prepare and to meal prep and know exactly what you're going to be eating and what you're going to be doing. But honestly, I feel that it's cheaper over time because 99 cents there, you're going to buy a ton because you know, they're going to go through it really quickly or even just going out to dinner. It's so expensive. It's so expensive these days where you know, I can make chicken, I can shred my chicken, which is my favorite thing to make. And I can eat on it all week long for my lunches or whatever. So ultimately the cost per meal is so much cheaper and it tastes better too, in my opinion. Yeah. I think you start to so. notice when you're eating more of the healthier things, like they do mm -hmm. taste better. The fruits do taste, you know, sweeter. And then, but if yeah. you're so used to eating the sugary things, the, mm -hmm. the real sugar things like the fruits and stuff, they just don't taste nearly as sweet as, as they should. And as they are naturally. True. So you teach three times a week. You also do your own workouts in the morning. You have a full-time job. Mm -hmm. You have a great relationship. And I know you go on dates with your husband. Like what, mm -hmm. how do you do it all? And I know you, you say like, you just do it, but are there any tips or things that you could give uh, to people that are kind of like, I just don't even know where to begin to, to start their journey so that they can have better relationship with their spouse and their mm -hmm. kids. How do they incorporate this with a full-time job and then adding on, you know, for you, you added on being a fitness instructor, just how do you, how do you get it all in and some tips on how to do that? So, you know, I had to adjust my schedule a little bit because my husband got a new, a new job. So I unfortunately don't teach three nights a week anymore, which I'm so bummed about, but I still teach um, on Friday nights and I sub every once in a while, but I still go to classes. I still work out. I still do all the things. And my, I have a calendar that I use. Everybody always laughs at me because I'm not, I'm definitely not in the digital age yet of the digital calendars, which I should be, but I'm not. So I have a calendar and I'm very structured. I write everything out. I write everything out. I plan my month. I plan my workouts. My workouts are like a scheduled appointment. 
Now, I mean, granted, they technically are, especially my personal training ones, but there are times where I have to switch it or move it, but it's still planned. My month is planned. My weeks are planned. My days are planned. And I write it down. If I don't write it down, then nothing will get done. So I think that is key is, again, just like your food, planning, prepping, preparing, and knowing what's coming up and where you can fit everything in. And quite frankly, you say it all the time. There's so much more time in the day and minutes in the day than we really realize. And you always do that really good analogy where you break all your minutes down. And it's so true. You, there's so many minutes that are just wasted where you can you know, fill it in with some really cool, amazing things. So really that's it. And I will tell you my biggest thing, biggest, biggest on everything is my morning routine. Uh, I have to have my morning routine. If I don't, then, you know, it gets, you know, then my day might get a little hairy. But again, I think overall, as long as you plan, prepare, I'm very structured and I just, I get it in and I do it. I think that's so great just to, it's such a great tool and tip just to write it down. And I try to teach people that too. You know, if, if you are looking at your week ahead and you just say, okay, what, and especially if you're starting out, like, okay, what are three days this coming week that I can plan mm-hmm. for my workout? And you actually pick the day, pick the time and pick what you're doing mm-hmm. because by identifying and, and making that as clear as day, you can't, mm-hmm. you can't go off the like, oh, I'm going to work out three days this week. I'm going to try and get them in on my lunch on this day. It's like, no, that doesn't work. You have to nope. plan it exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. It has to be. It has to be a planned, scheduled appointment, and and you have to look at it as an appointment. Would you, would you schedule your doctor's appointment and then just cancel it because for whatever silly reason? No, it, because it's an it's an appointment and it's important to you, and you have to get it done and you have to show up for business and you just you just have to do it. Now, four years ago, you know, I might not have thought that when I first started you know, but over time, it's definitely a mindset. It's definitely, you know, things evolve and things change. And, you know, when people ask me about my journey and, and how is your journey, it always started off as a fitness journey, but over time it's evolved to this life journey to what am I doing now? What am I doing tomorrow? What's going on next month? How am I going to work in everything that I'm doing? And again, you just show up for business and you just take care of it and you just, you just do it. Awesome. So with that, then what are your future goals? If we were to talk again this time next year and you were to look back on your year, what does that year ahead look like for you when it comes to life and your health and things just going on in, in Rachel's world? You know, I would love to take my journey to a more personal level with individuals. You know, I would love to do that one-on-one personal training, personal coaching with individuals and really learning about somebody and learning what drives them and what pushes them. And um, I think I, I feed off of that kind of stuff. And it definitely something that lights my soul on fire, you know, and, and, and it's a lot of fun and just knowledge, you know, a year from now, I'm I'm hoping my knowledge span is a lot bigger because obviously you can only level up from here. You can only go up. So that's, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that I could take this to a more personal level and, and that my knowledge, like I said, like my knowledge base will be a lot better. I want to be great. I don't want to just be good. 
I love that so much. Now, where can people, if they want to continue to follow you on your journey and the things that are going on in your life and, and maybe potentially even work with you or reach out to you with questions that they have as they begin their journey, what is the best way for them to kind of follow you and know who you are? Um, so I am on Instagram. So it's at rmiller0224. That's me. You will find lots of fun stuff on there. Awesome. Well, very cool. Rachel, this story, like, I just love it so much. And I just love how much passion you have. And, you know, I've known you now, I don't even know how many years, but I've known you for so long and it's just <laughs> long so, time. I know. And, and even though we live like on two totally different like ends of the state, <laughs> mm -hmm. seeing you, you like transform over the years has been inspiring to me. So I appreciate you so much and thank you for being here uh, to share your story. I know for sure that so many people are going to just be like listening and be like, yes, yes, she understands. So thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your podcast and giving me the opportunity to put my story out in the universe. And this was a lot of fun. So thank you. Rachel is a true example that your fitness journey isn't something that just happens overnight. And she is very clear throughout this episode that you just have to do it. There are no tricks or quick schemes, but with a winning attitude of let's do this. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Fit for Business podcast. My hope is that you take some tips and nuggets, things that resonated with you in today's episode, and apply it to your personal health journey. I'm Natalie Jean, and I'll see you next week.